It is the end of 2022, and we have decided to reach out to you, our kind, humble listener, who's loving music just the same way we do, who's been just as active as we have this year. We reached out and put forth a call for you to let us know what some of those favorite events were, what some of those favorite albums you listened to this year were, and we are super excited to present our first ever, maybe inaugural, we'll see how it goes, but the first ever 2022 unwrapped with Almost Familiar. Yes, thank you to the 37 people, nearly 40 people who participated in what I'm going to refer to as a census of the community because we wanted to get a little bit of a pulse check about what people are liking and what stood out to people this year in a scene and a culture that is constantly evolving. I mean, it's partially out of our own curiosity, but also part of the intention with this podcast is to identify trends as they come and go and to identify some of the pioneers and influencers who are shaping those trends so that one day maybe we can look back and have a bit of a narrative for this era of electronic music. Absolutely. We have talked about it a lot. We know this podcast is community-based. This music is community-based. The scene is community-based. So this was just a really cool way to see just how much overlap that some of us have. And uh, hopefully for some of y'all, we'll learn about some new stuff. And that way we can dig into some new things moving forward and uh, just make sure we're keeping our palettes nice and open. Yeah, and I think nearly 40 people is a decent sample size to kind of get a taste of what is going on and what people are liking in the community. So before we get started with this, I just want to share um, the questions that we asked to the community. Um, So we asked for people's name. uh, We asked where people are from. We asked for people's favorite set, uh, festival or non-festival. We asked for their favorite festival and or event their favorite mix, their favorite album, um, your favorite new artist, um, what they are most proud of from the year. Those were my favorite responses. I I really liked those. Those were sweet. And um, what people are looking forward to uh, in 2023. The reason that we posed all of those questions is because like maybe not everyone has a response to every single one. Um, There's so many ways that we consume music and see music that We wanted to provide as many options as possible. And of course, uh, we will be sharing our own responses at the end of this episode. Um, Because it started, correct me if I'm wrong, Wes, where we were, we wanted to do this um, in the outro of the Zone Drums episode. And then we didn't end up doing an outro for that episode, which is unusual for us. And that was just a matter of, I think I was traveling and it just didn't work out because um, Aaron wanted to release it to promote um, his performance with the 5am trio at Cervantes. And you were at that show. How was that? It was incredible. Really, really cool show. It was, uh, they were co-headlining with Snakes and Stars, which is uh, Michael Travis from String Cheese, from Yodos new kind of Eodo-esque side project. So everybody there that was in the building was really open and receptive and ready for just very improvisational, uh, like jamming electronic music. You know, how 5am tends to blend the world of electronic and actual band music. Uh, And it was really, really cool. Got to hang out with the fellows for a little bit backstage. I got to see this new band called 3 for 20, who's a three-piece, kind of like a jazzy special. They were super fun. But uh, yeah, really, really cool show. That's awesome. Um, And I'm honestly glad that it kind of turned out this way where it's not just the two of us 
talking about what we liked this year. Because like you said, this is a community-based project. And so I just want to say how grateful I am for everyone that uh, engaged with this. It really means a lot. I had no idea what to expect. Um, I personally reached out to some of my friends, anyone that I raged with this year and had a really good time with just because I was so worried that we wouldn't get any responses. Um, and then I finally cracked the code and posted them as Instagram stories. And that that really helped. That was a good amount of engagement. But um, quite a variety here. Some are emails, some are um, Instagram DMs, some are text messages. I have a few audio files. Uh, some are the Instagram story responses. But yeah. You want to kick it off, Wes? Yeah, let's go ahead and kick it off. And first and foremost is actually a good buddy of mine, the one and only Timmy Guyon, member of the Frog Squad, who is from Burlington, Vermont. His favorite set was Tipper at Secret Dreams, which is very typical. He is one of the bigger Tipper kids that I know. Love him to death. His favorite festival uh, set or event was McMahon at the Brooklyn Mirage for that 12-hour detox event that happened earlier this summer that looked insane favorite mix is either one of feels two 2022 mixes he put out that were both bangers can definitely agree on that favorite album was no hands by kyota which was another really cool really impressive um, album i really like kyota a lot i've seen see him get a little bit more headlining shows so definitely think 2023 is going to be a big year for kyota so if you're not familiar uh, lots of opportunities to get familiar Favorite new artist is a, a mutual favorite of mine, I would say, with Peary and Tommy, the drum and bass sensations out of the UK, and uh, proud of seeing every tipper set post-COVID. So shout out to you, Timmy. You are a responsible wook, and we acknowledge you. <laughs> More swarm takeovers, uh, detox, McMahon, resonant language shows at top-tier venues across the nation. These are goals that I think we can all hope for. Thanks for writing in, Timmy. Love you, bud. That's awesome. I'm glad someone's holding down uh, the tipper front because I'm literally zero for however many there have been post-COVID, and I'm very sad about it. So thank you, Timmy. Uh, I hope at my first one um, that I get to meet you. That would be awesome. Um, next up is Matt. He emailed us, and he recently moved to Reno, Nevada, but he has spent the last 10 years in Salt Lake City, Utah. His favorite set was Daily Bread at the Mishawaka Amphitheater back in August. He says, I'm a huge Pretty Lights fan and everything from the music, crowd vibes, and laser shark lighting up the spot felt like the closest thing to a Pretty Lights show I've gotten in a long time. That is awesome. And you were at that show too, Wes, and I feel like you kind of said something similar. I was, yeah. Both of those shows were very, very much nostalgic bangers. They're really cool to be there. Awesome. Uh, Matt's favorite festival event was the recent detox unit slash Jade Cicada two-night run at the Fillmore in Denver. He says, it was my first time at that venue, and I was completely blown away by the entire audio slash visual production. Every artist on the lineup crushed it. Again, facts. Because <laughs> you were there too, right, Wes? Yeah, I am, and I'm wondering if this is Matt Lancaster, someone who I know virtually, but not in person. It but... is Matt Lancaster. Right on. Yeah, one of these days we'll link up, Matt, but so far you're, you're two for two. I'm agreeing with you on all fronts. <laughs> His favorite mix was Thought Process's 22 mix. It's probably the mix I've bumped the most this year. For his favorite album, he says, I really loved Eleptech's Essence of the Flow album. So many aspects of Eleptech's production style, from the synths to the vocal samples to the horn instrumentals, seem to emulate Pretty Lights' style in a way that gives me a similar emotional response when listening. It's funky, it's soulful, and it sounds vintage yet futuristic. That is so well said. 
I absolutely love that. Um, his favorite new artist. My favorite artist I discovered this year is a bass artist called Not Yes. It's two dudes from Amsterdam, of all places, and they make some absolute banger tracks. It's hard to describe their sound, but they stand out to me as something new and original out of the huge amount of electronic music I consume this year. I see you nodding, Wes. Another really cool fact about Not Yes, they've played three shows in their entire career. Their first one was in Amsterdam. Their second show was for the sold-out Detox show in Atlanta uh, last month. And then their third show was opening up for, I believe it was Detox again at the Fillmore. So those guys are going to be coming over here a lot more, I see, in the future. They are insane. Awesome. Uh, What is Matt most proud of? Something I'm proud of is finally making the time to dive into a hobby I've always wanted to learn, which is music production. I spent so much of my life immersed in music and learning how to make my own beats has given me an even deeper appreciation for it. Playing around in Ableton gives me the same kind of enjoyment I get playing video games, and it's an awesome creative outlet. That's super cool. That's a super cool comparison. We haven't heard that yet. Um, What is he looking forward to? Next year, I'm looking forward to making progress on my self-growth and surrounding myself with music, art, and friends. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed that soon might finally come and I'll get to see another Pretty Light show. You and us both. And spoiler alert, this trends to pop up for the things people are looking forward to. (laughs) But we'll move on next to Samara, who I believe I know, but also haven't met in person again. Uh, Favorite set was Japanese Breakfast at the Pageant Theater. That must have been really cool. I know a little bit about Japanese Breakfast, but their shows look really fun. Uh, Favorite festival or event was Buku Music and Art Projects down in New Orleans vibes favorite mix was that newly released daily bread bread and breakfast mixed released right around your birthday happy belated samara favorite album is renaissance by beyonce beyonce and uh, something she's feeling proud of is getting a bonus at work hell yeah samara get that money, honey that's awesome good for you and then something we're looking forward to is Wedding planning and seeing Dead and Company with my dad for the first time. That will be awesome. We love shows or love parents coming to shows with kids. I know Elizabeth's seen Lettuce with her family a couple of times, so we're all for the children and parents getting together here and playing there. That's awesome, Samara. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to fact check you, Wes, because I have not yet seen Lettuce with my parents, sadly. I was supposed to in Miami recently, but my parents got COVID. My mom got COVID, and then my brother got COVID. I wore my mask and tested religiously, so I saw lettuce once again, but I still <laughs> haven't seen them with my parents. So, Oh my gosh. Strike that from the record. We're going to give you guys a little break from the two of us talking and sharing people's stories. Um, I put it out there that if you wanted to record audio and send us a clip, you could. Um, my good friend Mark chose to record audio, and I set that up with him and um, Mark and I got to hang out a couple times this year Um, I know him from back east but uh, we got to link up at lightning in a bottle a couple times which which you'll hear about and um, we also went down to Santa Cruz to see STS 9 which was um, an awesome two-night run at the quarry amphitheater down there Um, and the after party in Santa Cruz was sick I absolutely loved Santa Cruz and behind this you'll be hearing Mark's favorite track from his favorite album which you'll hear about shortly
So number one, I'm Mark, a longtime listener, first time caller from Ocean Beach, San Diego. That was funny. <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> number two, uh, Joe K, the selection four hour takeover at Lightning in a Bottle, your birthday set. It was just so diverse, you know, just like so many different styles of music that I like and like that. Uh, you know, I listen to Soul Action Radio all the time. So that was my first time seeing like that type of music on that type of sound system. And it was great. Uh, some, you know, honorable mentions. Uh, Fred again at Cross. So good. Like really, really good. And then uh, this LA DJ Yosaj. Uh, saw him under a bridge at a Pirate Pandas party on my birthday. He crushed it, really enjoyed his stuff. So those are my runners up. Number three, uh, same, same, but different. Uh, I really like, it was the same vibes as lightning in a bottle, but just like a smaller, more intimate setting, great venue, great artists. And I really like the format of like one stage at a time at night. So it's like you watch whole sets. There was other stuff you could do, but like watching whole sets each night was great. So that was my favorite, favorite event of the year. Uh, shout out to this uh, company Ch Chow Time. I literally just went to one of their things on Saturday and it's like local San Diego bass music. It was on Fiesta Island. So like there's water in the background and they just like set up a little renegade. So much fun. It was great. Number four, Closey's Voyage to the Caverns uh, Sunday Dreamy set. Uh, runner up, Fred again, Boiler Room. So number five, uh, New Earth Formula Potions. That's my, that's my album of the year. Seeing him at that after party after STS9, like really loved loved it live like love what he's doing with lab group and that album was awesome the song broken zzz that one that one is uh probably my favorite on the album runner up fred again actual life three like i i i it's just like so different than what i normally like but it just like i connected with his music like the emotional aspects of it like the the samples that he used just like clicked with me for some reason. And so even though the music isn't like normally what is my favorite, I just, the live set was great. That Boiler Room set was great. The album I really enjoyed. So none of it was like number one for any of these answers, but it was number two for a lot of them. So then six was artist, right? Favorite new artist discovered. Yes. Player Dave, he's a San Diego, San Diego based DJ, saw him at Lightning in a Bottle, learned about his like production company, Daisy Chain. Uh, he had a set, uh, that deaf YouTube series. He had a set at one of their parties that was really good. Uh, they did a takeover at Same Same But Different that was excellent. And then I went to one of the Daisy Chain nights and saw Of the Trees and like a sick back to back to back at the after party with him and a bunch of other people. So I'm trying to, you know, figure out more of the San Diego local base scene. And he's a big part of that. Uh, number seven, what was that's proud of? Yeah. Yes. Tell us something you're proud of. 
I feel like I'm really building a community in OB in my neighborhood and I'm, I'm happy with that. Good. Uh, it sounds like it. That's awesome. I have good volleyball people. I'm starting to find more music that I like. That's more like, I feel like I was just getting into that in DC, like the warehouse scene and like the small intimate events. And I feel like I'm starting to find that out here now. So. So you'll be able to show me a good time when I visit. You're invited anytime. Thank you. (laughs) Looking forward to it. And speaking of what you're looking forward to, what are you looking forward to next year, music or otherwise? Yeah, I'm just really looking forward to continue to do what I love, to say yes to things, uh, to try to get out of my comfort zone when I can. Uh, Same, same, but different. I'm definitely going to do that again. It's just so close and it was such good vibes, so much fun. Lightning in a bottle, maybe. Again, it's close. It's a fun time, you know? Yeah. But maybe maybe a smaller renegade event or, you know, continue to find more like small, local San Diego-based stuff because that's just really the sound that I've loved for so long, you know? Next up, some responses from another buddy of mine, Stephen Moores, who slipped in the IGDM. So thanks for reaching out, Stephen. And he was our first response, so that's awesome. Way to get the ball rolling, Stephen. We're all proud of you. Stephen lives in Denver, this much I know, but he is always repping the DMV, which is true. Favorite set? Not trying to use a cop-out here, but I legitimately can't choose between the unexpected Billy String Cheese incident at Red Rocks Tycho Dive Live at Color Field, and Fred again at Mission Ballroom. Those are three incredibly different experiences that all kind of sum up Steven's taste in music. Um, Yeah, that's a toughie. Those are all three really magical things, and crazy to think that they all happen within 20 minutes of each other in Colorado. That's nuts. Favorite festival or event was those two uh, nights of Daily Bread at the Mish. Seen that one pop up a couple of times. Again, phenomenal vibes. Excellent choice. Favorite mix was Glad Kills Vibe Digital Mixtape. One of the most criminally underrated out artists out there today, in your opinion. And you know, because he because he messaged us first, I've been slowly working my way through all of the music that was submitted to us. And I have to say, I really enjoyed that mix. So thank you for putting me onto that. Absolutely, yeah. I remember seeing his name kind of pop up again recently. And I was like, oh, wow, forgot about that. But yeah, still fire. Steven's favorite album this year was Cascades Fire and Ice V3, and honorable mentions to Visage's newest album, From Lead to Gold, and Fred Again's Actual Life 3. Again, three pretty different electronic albums, but three very, very good albums. I myself was very impressed with that new Visage album, or Visages, he's French or something, I don't know how I actually pronounce it. Let's see, favorite new artist are Cinnamon Chasers, specifically from the album Doorways, featuring his most played song of 2022, Eraser. 
Listen if you like pulsing progressive house with strong notes of retro wave that will make you feel like you're driving late at night in an 80s movie. Don't tempt me with a good time. I know, right? I can picture the vibes like everything is neon outside. We're cruising windows slightly cracked because I rolled them down. Vibes. And something we're proud of. Three years and counting of sobriety. Congratulations. That's awesome. That is so cool, man. Thanks for sharing that with us. And really proud of you, bud. And when I look at you, I always see you having the most fun out of anybody in the room. So good for you for still going hard despite going clean. Love you, buddy. Uh, Thanks for sharing that. And then something we're looking forward to is continued self-improvement and realization supplemented with seeing the best music around with the best people around. Amen, bud. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's a great intention. Thank you, Stephen. Um, up next, we have Cousin Courtney. Your Cousin okay. Courtney, Wes, but I'm going to call her Cousin Courtney, too. That's my family. Yeah, I got to meet her for the first time uh, early at the very beginning of this year when we all went to uh, Belly Up to see Emancipator together, which was an awesome way to start the new year. Great way. Courtney is from Denver, and she is originally from upstate New York. Um, her favorite set was Opio's Winter Park set on his Colorado mountain run in February. Um, her favorite festival slash event was Colorfield at Lovett Pavilion. What an incredible surprise this fest was with beautiful peeps and gorgeous skies and rainbows to boot. That sounds really nice. It was really nice. One of like my best pictures from this whole year came from that Colorfield event because during those sunsets, it was just stupendous. The sky was like sherbetty haze with oranges and purples and fucking rainbows. It was incredible. Aw, that sounds so nice. Her favorite new artist is Pfeiffer because of you guys. Well, because of us. Uh, that was a that was a fun episode. Thank you again, Nick, uh, for sitting down with us. And if you haven't checked out Pfeiffer yet, uh, go get yourself familiar. Um, what is she proud of? I've been going back to basics with self-care and it's actually working. A little discipline goes a long way, y'all. Life is so good to live when you're listening to and following your truth. And what is she looking forward to? Traveling to festivals with lovely beings. Thanks, Courtney. Uh, it was great to see her when we all got tea together. Uh, when I was in Colorado in uh, Littleton. That was really fun. That was so nice. I love that little shop. All right, next we got some responses from Tony V, who left out his information. So wherever you're from, thanks for checking in. Favorite set is Billy Strings, but specifically in Indianapolis on July 30th. I don't know shit about Billy Strings on that front, but I bet it was a heater if it's getting called out so specifically. Shout out to Billy. Love seeing guys just out here making it. Uh, favorite festival event was Tipper and Friends, Suwani. I was there for that. Incredible time. Favorite mix, this is a great one. The All the Pretty Lights, Vincent Antone. Um, so, so good. We talked about that when we had Vincent on the show. Every time I listen to it, it, it still gives me chills. It's a really, really well done piece of music. Um, shout out to you, Vincent. You, you crushed it. Favorite album was Damu and the Fudge Monk, Eat. Favorite new artist is Charlie Crockett. Something we're proud of is Michigan passing Prop 3 for women's rights. Shout out Michigan. Shout out women. And something we're looking forward to is lots of Tipper, hopefully. You know, his future's kind of uncertain, but hopefully he's feeling well enough to blow our minds and scramble us a little bit more moving forward into 2023. And as well as seeing some Billy Strings. See, I think it's so interesting. It's wild to me how many people like love Tipper and Billy Strings at the same time. But shout out. Love yeah. that diversity. 
Up next, we have Scoot from Chicago. Uh, their favorite set was STS Night Atlanta Night 3. Um, favorite festival slash event, Infrasound Equinox. Um, favorite mix, Caspa Mix 9.0. Favorite album, That's Impossible. Let's just say Manic Focus owned 2022. Favorite new artist, Park Breezy. Proud of, my modular setup expanded a ton this year. And looking forward to music, scamping in an RV, non-music. Buying my own place. Fingers crossed emoji. Fingers crossed for you too. That's really tough. I hope it works out for you. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. So next, we're going to give you guys another little respite from our lovely voices and get you check in with a good friend of ours, fellow Almost Familiar alumni, Mr. B. Getz of the Upful Life podcast. And he was kind enough to send in a recording of some of his summarizations of this year. And I would also like to say that if you do happen to like music and you're unfamiliar with B's Up Full Life podcast, definitely something worth checking out if you look up Up Full Life. Uh, He just put out his annual review he does at the end of every year, going over all of his favorite albums of 2022. And if you've ever been kind of in that spot where you're looking for more music and just unsure of where to start looking, he is a great resource, truly a modern-day historian within our little corner of the music scene. So much gratitude to you, B. Getz, and thanks for reaching out. And without further ado, here's what B. Getz had to say about 2022. Yes, indeedy. Season's greetings, dearly beloveds. This is your boy, B. Getz from the Up For Life podcast and Live For Live Music. And I'm honored and privileged to be back on Almost Familiar Podcast with my pals Wes and Elizabeth, run through a few of my favorites from this calendar year of 2022. I'm going to do my best to tick off a few as briefly as possible, but you know I'm a wordy motherfucker, so bear with me. Favorite set of the year. Uh, on the electronic side of things, I got to go with The King. LTJ Bukum played Stamina last spring. Stamina is a institution, a drum and bass residency that's been here in the Bay Area for way longer than I have. Bukum came through and crushed the buildings. Almost four-hour set. It was otherworldly. But uh, honorable mention to 100 Drums at Halloween on the amphitheater stage. Uh, just beautiful homage to sound system culture on the live band side it's a split my boys lettuce and the colorado symphony symphony orchestra at red rocks this summer and also the summer the nth power and friends gospel set sunday morning at high sierra on uh fourth of july weekend best or favorite festival Uh, On the non-camping festival side, I'm going Blue Note Jazz Festival, Napa. It's inaugural year. And also got a nod to Park City Song Summit, which was like a hybrid music slash workshops event in Park City uh, in Utah. Fantastic. Really enjoyed the 30th anniversary of High Sierra, the granddaddy of them all out here in NorCal. And gotta show love to Swanee Halloween who with a kind of left of center lineup this year really hit a grand slam and we were once again in total awe of the majesty of the Halloween experience uh, as for standalone events tough choice but I'm going Brooklyn Comes Alive which was in September 
in Brooklyn with the inaugural performance of Cool 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 featuring the seven of the nine members of Turquoise and also the first Medeski Martin and Wood show in four years plus two hour bangers from both Lettuce and Sector 9 who turned the party out. Uh, favorite mix, uh, Lab Group Volume 2, Long Live the King, curated by Favreau, a medicinal balm for the wound. Uh, rest in peace, Charles I. And also love the Visionary Arts mix from Feel. I think it's Visionary Arts 091. Uh, shout out to Feel and the Alo crew out there in Denver. Favorite album, Let Us Unify. My favorite band makes their finest record 30 years into the journey. Uh, honorable mentions to Rising Appalachia live in New Orleans at Preservation Hall and Salt. Untitled, in parentheses, God. Love that shit. New artist on the live music side of things. I'm going Danielle Ponder, a vocalist, singer-songwriter, former public defender from Rochester, New York. And on the electronic side, Kircha, a bass dub sorcerer hailing from Russia. And what am I proud of this year? What am I proud of this year? I'm going to say the Up for Life podcast and the work that I've put out into the culture and the communities uh, as far as writing for Live for Live Music and upfullife.com. On that note, very proud of the sixth annual Up Full Life Favorite Records and More compendium that I just dropped on upfullife.com. Shameless plug, uh, 22 albums reviewed, 22 more honorable mentions, 22 songs, 22 DJ sets, and a handful of live releases, both official and bootleg. So all that with playlists from Spotify and SoundCloud on UpfulLife.com. And what am I looking forward to? Uh, if I'm dreaming, the return of Sade. If I'm dreaming, the return of D'Angelo, the Divine Empress and R&B Jesus. I mean, that's what I'm looking for in 2023. Realistically... They just announced a new Break Science EP. I got a three-song preview in Borum's car over the summer. And let me tell y'all, shit is on like Donkey Kong. And I know a lot of the listeners to this podcast are part of the extended Pretty Lights family. So y'all are stoked on that new Break Sci. With that, I'm going to say goodbye, job bless, happy new year, and all that jazz. Yes, indeedy. Thanks, B. Uh, I got to hang out with B and uh, his lovely wife now because he got married this year, and I think he got married on the Swanee grounds, right? Yeah, they did. It looks so beautiful. What a fucking right down there, the little amphitheater stage. Yeah, but uh, I got to hang out with him and Alicia uh, earlier this year. It's been far too long, um, but we uh, we saw Bonobo together at a venue in San Francisco called 1015 Folsom, and it was a really nice night. So now moving on to Instagram story responses, we'll start with, um, I'm actually not including anyone's names for these. You're just going to get your Instagram handle. So starting with at Denver Daily Dabs, their favorite set was Manic Focus at Secret Dreams. Their favorite festival or event was the Two Nights of Daily Bread at Atlanta. 
Their favorite mix was Daily Bread's Bread and Breakfast 5. I think V is 5 in Roman numerals. So uh, Nailed it. Hopefully that's right. <laughs> uh, their favorite album was Flume, Palaces. Favorite new artist, Elliptic. Is that how you say it? I'm pretty sure it's Elliptic. Thank you for correcting me. Elliptic. All right. But I could be wrong, too. Who knows? Denver Daily Dabs is proud of how much I've developed at my new job. And they're looking forward to traveling to new places with my loved ones. Next up is at Serena Slack. Sorry if I botched that. Um, favorite set was, I saw a Wook for the first time at Yonderville this year and became an Insta fan. You know, sometimes your first Wook sighting really is something to behold and something you'll cherish forever. I can definitely think of mine. So congrats on that memory. Favorite festival is going to be Submersion 2022. Hands down. Let's go. Something we're proud of is proud of my growth as a painter. Hell yeah, nice job. Up next, we have Full Melt Productions, whose favorite set was LTG, LTJ Bookham at the Mirage. Full Melt Productions, their favorite festival slash event was Detox Unit at the Mirage. Their favorite album was Passages by Charles Nimbus. Their favorite new artist was Head Nod. Coming up next, this is from at our friend and also another veteran of Almost Familiar, the one and only Feel. And the only response Feel gave us was his favorite set, and that was the Wagon Christ set at Submersion, which was insane. Just a, a total blast or a blast from the past. Just very 90s and 80s, ba- 80s based bass music just cranking out of a very precise function rig over at Submersion Music Festival. What a time. Up next, we have Refa underscore D3. Their favorite set was Alex Perez at Nocturnal Function. Their favorite festival slash event was Submersion. Their favorite mix was Shapes, Guest Mix 022 slash slash TF Mars. I actually was bumping this the other day, and it's fucking hot. Yeah, TF Mars is that guy. Yeah, not something I would usually go for, not because I dislike it, just because like I don't ever think to like look up that kind of music, and I love listening to it, so thank you for submitting that. Um, their favorite album was Denzel Curry's Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. Um, favorite new artist, another plug for Peary and Tommy. Um, Rafa underscore D3 is most proud of strengthening connections and friendships made through music and outside of music. And they're looking forward to discovering new artists, strengthening connections, and appreciating it all. That's great. Oh, I love that. That's actually a buddy of mine, David. Thanks, David. Next up, we have some responses from at hazy.glass, whose favorite set was Jade Cicada at the Fillmore or Tipper at Bloom. Favorite festival may be a hot take for some of y'all that went, but their favorite festival was Sonic Bloom. Let's go. A little weather never hurt. Hazy dot glass. <laughs> Favorite mix was the Honest Forces of the Unseen or S. Merc Circuit Breaks Mini Mix. Favorite album was Tipper's Marble Hunting that came out earlier this year. Favorite new artist, Kyoto. Proud of my progress with your art recently. Very, very cool. And then something we're looking forward to Tipper and Friends events. Sonic Bloom, the PL Return, and a three-day Red Rocks telly run. If you know something we don't, let us know. Yeah, see you there, Hazy Glass. (laughs) (laughs) 
Up next, we have at jstella627, whose favorite set was also Wagon Christ at Submersion. Their favorite festival slash event was also Submersion. Their favorite mix was Tommy Villiers' Dummy Mix 629. Their favorite album was The Forever Story by Jid. Favorite new artist, another plug for Puri and Tommy. I'm going to have to listen to them. Um, what are they most proud of? I'm proud how, of how much I stepped outside of my comfort zone with traveling to live events. And they are looking forward to continuing to strengthen the bonds with people I've grown close to through music. I don't know if they plan to do this or did these responses together, but this and Rafa, uh, Jess and David are actually a couple in real life. So I Aww. love seeing the similarities in their responses. You guys are just two peas in a pod. Well, next up, we have some responses from at Marty Music. Marty Music's favorite set was actually that Snakes and Stars set that we were talking about a little bit earlier ago that happened at Cervantes with the 5 a.m. trio. So shout out to Marty Music. That was his favorite set. And for DJ Interrupt on Instagram, his favorite set was Daily Bread's Bread and Breakfast at Sonic Bloom, which is where that Bread and Breakfast 5 came from, was incredible. Uh, something he's proud of was meeting Elizabeth at Another World. Oh, that was so fun. Um, I was working that event. Uh, I was doing the harm reduction team with Stacy, and I was like doing my uh, shift, kind of taking a little bin through the crowd with like earplugs and stickers and fentanyl strips. And like anytime I see someone with pretty lights merch, I just have to go over and say hello. And it was so fucking loud. And I'm just like, hey, guys, pretty lights, you know, whatever the fuck I say. <laughs> and he was just like, do you do the podcast? I recognize your voice. And I was like, oh, my God. So that I've never felt more like a celebrity in my life. So that was uh, that was a really fun moment. And I hope to cross paths with you again soon. Gosh, that's so special. There are times where I wish I could go back to not knowing you just so that I could meet you again for the first time. And like many of us, he is looking forward to hashtag soon. Ha, I had to. (laughs) Whenever that is. But hopefully this year is really it. But we'll see. (laughs) Up next is at underscore Ashley Lucia. Her favorite set was FKJ in Boston. Uh, her favorite festival slash event was Goose and Trey and Lowell. That must have been really, really cool to see. I didn't realize they were doing that until recently. Yeah, it was really cool. Oh, I God. saw that in Syracuse. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, her favorite mix, another one for Daily Bread's Bread and Breakfast. Uh, favorite al- album, Un Verano Sin Ti by Bad Bunny, LOL, seriously. I fucking believe you. I'm going to go bump that as soon as we're done recording. Um, favorite new artist, Park Breezy. Proud of partner and me became homeowners this year. That's awesome. So exciting. Congratulations. And looking forward to being able to attend shows, Rough Health Year and Motif's new album slash shows. Um, Hope you feel better. I'm sorry you had a rough health year. Um, Glad that you took care of yourself and hope to see you out there this year. Sending lots of love to you. Next up, we got some responses oh, from... Oh, shit, we a- skipped someone. Sorry, Glutie Elizabeth Gabs. skipped oh. someone, but I'm oh. not going to skip you. I'm going <laughs> I'm back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> At my boy, Glutie Dabs of 3 for 20, the band I was talking about earlier who opened for 5AM Trio. His favorite set was Michael Menner at Sonic Bloom 2022, which was fucking incredible. Favorite festival was Secret Dreams. Favorite mix was the new Late Night Lovers Mix by Star Fox. Favorite album is Remember That You Will Die by Polyphia, which is really interesting because this is a band that I know a lot of people 
that are really into and all have very distinct music backgrounds. So was very interested to see that pop up in this corner of the music world, but love that. Um, favorite new artist is Cool Customer. Definitely an honorable mention favorite new artist for this year for me as well. Um, absolutely crushed his set opening for Jade at the Fillmore. That was a lot of fun. Uh, something Gluty Dabs is proud of was getting to play shows with the very people that influenced their sound and vision. We'll have to get you boys on the show someday and talk about that a little bit more. And something we're looking forward to is the year of the nitrous, the three balloon emojis, which you'll see on their merch as they sell out their shows, which they will play and you should probably go to because they are very, very good. Um, up next, we have at Adbloom21. My boy. Their favorite set was Halogenics at Outlook. Their favorite new artist was, was Uga. And they're proud of you guys, us. Thank you. That's really nice. Thanks, Bloom. Love you, buddy. Hope you're doing well in Chicago. Next up, we got some responses from at Macaulay94, whose favorite set was the Tipper Surprise Down Tempo set at Suwanee. Really nice moment. Favorite festival or event was Submersion. Favorite mix was Chmura's Unreleased. Favorite new, or excuse me, favorite album was Ott, their new album Heads. Favorite new artist, Chmura. Proud of your happiness. Oh, we love that. We're proud of your happiness, too. And looking forward to a road trip in April. Drive safe, 10 and 2. And always drive only 7 miles over the speed limit. <laughs> uh, up next, we have Samso. I think that's a double underscore. Um, another veteran of Almost Familiar. Welcome back, and thanks for writing in. Um, his favorite set was Glassjaw at Summit. And his favorite festival slash event was Daily Bread at the Bish. Next up, we have from Jamie underscore Grafton, two ends there, whose favorite set was Detox Unit at the Brooklyn Mirage. Up next, we have at Dan- Dana Ramsey 21. Uh, their favorite festival slash event was Hulaween, and their favorite new artist was Cool Customer. From at DMZ Cone. His favorite festival was Tipper and Friends, two exclamation points because it was that hype. His favorite mix was the Feel 2022 Mix Part 1. Favorite album was Antithesis by Smigonot coming off the Rust music. Favorite new artist was Symbolico. And something we're proud of is getting a new job. Shout out to you, sir. And then something we're looking forward to, all the homies leveling up. That is relatable as fuck. We love seeing the homies do well. Next up, we have from at Glustoff. Hey, baby boy, how you doing? Whose favorite set was Fortet at LIB? Very relatable. That was almost mine. It is an honorable mention for me. I thought nothing could top that. Believe it or not, he was dethroned, but you'll have to listen to who dethroned him. So... Wow. Hang in there. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're almost there. We're going to know Elizabeth's favorites. (laughs) What you've all been waiting for. (laughs) All 37 of you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Up next, we have at Noah underscore Vamoski. Hopefully I said that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. Um, Their favorite mix was Nightmare on Rest Street 2. Favorite album was Fragments by Bonobo. I totally forgot that this came out this year. That is an awesome pick. That was a really, really nice album. 
Next up, we have some responses from at on dot the dot Bailey, whose favorite albums had three to choose from because he just couldn't pick one. And these are all bangers, so fair to say, or safe to say. But one of those was Someday Is Today by Durley off of Philos. Daily Bread and Merz's collaborative album, ATLA, which was super hot. A total blending of worlds for me, and actually an album that stemmed from those Daily Bread shows at the Mish. Because Merz is a rapper uh, who's at his height around the mid-2000s. Uh, when I was in high school, he was pretty pretty poppin' for the small people who were listening like, to hip-hop deep like that. And to see he was announced on this Daily Bread show, uh, you know, all of, what was that, like 15 years later, and I was just like, what? And then to see them put out this album together was just really crazy for me. The album bangs. Um, I'm with you on the Bailey. That's a really good choice. And then the third album that we really liked was Essence of the Flow by Elliptic. I think the second time that one's come up. Um, a work of art, that album. Everything Elliptic makes is really, really good. And his favorite new artist was actually Elliptic, so checks out. And something we're proud of is hearing his own music at concerts for the first time ever this year. Congrats, man. That has got to be such a cool feeling. Up next, we have MJS9886. Their favorite set was Daily Bread Terminal West Night 2. Their favorite festival slash event, Manic Focus Live Band at Hulaween. Favorite mix, another plug for Daily Bread, Bread and Breakfast 5. Their favorite new artist, Soul.Method. Looking forward to Pretty Lights 2023, question mark? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> From at Hey There Mister, their favorite set was Christmas in July, Night 1. Their favorite festival and event was Christmas in July. Favorite mix, also that Daily Bread, Bread and Breakfast 5. I almost called it Bread and Breakfast V because you were in my head about it. Um, favorite album, the new Daily Bread Flash Flood mixtape, which actually just came out like two or three days ago on his band camp where he released a lot of the unreleased music that he's been playing out through his sets over the last couple of years. So a lot of really big like hip-hop bangers in there. Um, really, really cool shit. Very cool to see that stuff released. Favorite new artist was A Hundred Drums. Awesome choice. Something we're proud of is rescuing your cat. Let's go. Um, I don't know if that means from a shelter or from a tree, but either way, love that for you. And something we're looking forward to is one year closer to the return of Pretty Lights. Hopefully, Pretty Lights return. Dot, 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 dot. Maybe? Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, up next, we have mm, it's either at Came Rit or at Came Cam Eret, whoever you are. <laughs> Hopefully, I covered my bases there. Um, their favorite set was Louis the Child at Halloween. Their favorite festival was Halloween. Their favorite mix was Big Booty Mix 2022, and they are looking forward to Pretty Lights Return. Dot dot dot. Maybe. <laughs> I'm seeing some trends. This is one of my favorite responses we got from at sour.jellyfish underscore. Uh, something they were proud of this year was figuring out how to turn off the beeping noise on a microwave. That is like 5,000 IQ. I don't care what Socrates and Plato's ever had to say. <laughs> that is next level shit. If you could follow up with us about how you did that, please. Thank you. But he listened to no music, so I guess it must have taken him a while. Well, he must have been spending a lot of time and energy on this microwave bit, but I think it's worth it. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, next we have at underscore jpot. Joel! Favorite set, Cone Sound Submersion. Ah, uh, which one? But both bangers. Favorite festival, Submersion Music Festival. Noticing another trend. Uh, favorite mix, Luke Vibert Rusted Rhythms Mix. Uh, favorite album, another one for Smugonaut Antithesis. Nice. So next up, we have heard from Meg at Phoenix, Arizona, whose favorite set was Fortet at Lightning in a Bottle in May. It was my first time seeing him, and it was so unique and fun. It was unique and fun. That's a perfect way of describing it. And I got to see it with her. I went with Megan to, to Lightning in a Bottle, and it was it was so much fun. I met her at Lightning in a Bottle five years ago now. Uh, she's one of my closest friends. Uh, thank you for participating in this, Megan. I appreciate it. And from one Megan to another, Megan's favorite album was Traumatized by Megan the Stallion. I think it's Traumazine? Traumazine? Wow, what did I say? <laughs> my brain is projecting. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> trauma zine maybe like a trauma magazine like a gun that shoots trauma i don't know guns do shoot trauma though in one way or another mm-hmm. guns are bad um something <laughs> we're proud of <laughs> making it through a very hard emotional year i feel you meg um end of the years are really hard this time of year can be really hard for a lot of people and life can be really hard scattered throughout so we are really happy you're here thanks for making it through another year and just be proud of yourself that you're still here. We love you. And looking forward to a fresh start in 2023. You and me both, sister. Every day we get a new fresh start. So let's make it happen. Thanks again, Meg. Um, up next, we have Luis Marquina, who uh, we had the pleasure of meeting at STS9 in Napa. And then I ran into him again at the after party for STS9 um, in Santa Cruz. So thanks for saying hi, Luis. Uh, hope to see you at STS9 in the future. Um, he was born and raised in Peru, but he resides in Denver currently. Uh, his favorite set was String Cheese Late Night at 420 Fest in Alabama and Non-Festival Sound Tribe in Santa Cruz, Night 2, Set 2. Wow, I love how specific that is, and you are not wrong. Not incorrect. That's a very hot set. His favorite festival slash event was the postponed Sound Tribe New Year's Eve in June in Atlanta, another one for that Sound Tribe Atlanta run. Um, favorite mix, not technically a mix, but the recording of the Billy Crutzman and the Kid Red Rocks Weekend. His favorite album was Dripfield by Goose. His favorite new artist is Billy Strings. 
What is he proud of? He's starting to give less of a shit about work while still keeping true to my colleagues. I love that. That is a really hard balance to find. That is something that I am trying to do better about myself. Just like not getting super caught up with work, just kind of being neutral about work, but still, you know, like being professional. So good for you for doing that. And he is looking forward to, I think we finally get a pulse from DVS as in Derek Vincent Smith, for those of you keeping score and either a comeback show 2023 or an announcement for 2024. Fingers crossed. Maybe dot, 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 question mark. (laughs) (laughs) And in general, unity, at least in the American public. I think we saw a ray of good news towards the end of the year that went against the momentum of ignorance stemming from the 2016 election, doubled down in January 6, and culminating in the Dobbs decision. Rejection of bigotry and division shown by the positive midterm election. Yep, big things. Fuck yeah, Luis. Way to bring attention to that. Yeah. And then we have one more from a Miss Tatiana in Colorado. I keep scrolling around just too much. Favorite set was Nikki Nair at Sonic Bloom. Another one whose favorite festival was Sonic Bloom. Favorite mix? Can't narrow it down, but I've been enjoying many Buddha Bombs new mixes. Favorite album? Chasing the Golden Hour Part 4. Just one of my many favorites that come to mind right now. Favorite new artist was Dimension. Something that we are proud of is sticking to a regular kundalini yoga practice. Good for you. We love consistency. And something we're looking forward to is volunteering at Envision down in Costa Rica. Very nice. Hope you have a wonderful time. Looks like a beautiful festival. So cool. Thank you, Tatiana. Tatiana is a wonderful friend of mine. She was my first boss at the symphony. Um, I got to see her when I was in Colorado earlier this year, I guess in two months ago. Um, but she and I went to see Cascade and Deadmau5 at Red Rocks with her sister Elena, and it was such a good time. Well, everybody, thank you so much for shooting in your submissions. It was really, really cool to hear from all of you guys Uh, seeing some of the very similar things we've all been into and also seeing some new things that are worth checking out. I know there's a couple new artists that popped up on there that I haven't heard of myself, so looks like we've got some homework to do. Hell yeah. And now, I guess last but not least, it's our turn, Wes. Woo, woo. Now, since the people have been waiting so long and so hard for you, do I make them wait a little bit more and me go first? Or do you want to give the people what they want? (laughs) I think they've been waiting for both of us. Why don't we just go at the exact same time and we'll just talk over each other and then no one, no one Fire. will get it. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> Sounds good, good idea. Right? <laughs> we know how to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will go first and let you close out shop. My name is Wes Johnson from Bertha to Colorado. My favorite festival set of the year was LTJ Bookham set at Tipper and Friends. His first set he played, it was the first night of the festival uh, it was my first time being at Suwani, and I just remember the energy of just being so happy to be there with a bunch of my friends, and as soon as that set started, just, I teleported to my land of euphoria, and, uh, you know, it was just a really beautiful time, so that was definitely my favorite set of the year. Uh, my favorite non-festival set of the year was both of the sets from Saturday at Red Rocks for Sound Tribe this year during their uh, Walk the Sky run. 
Um, I just remember the vibes of that day were absolutely incredible. It was lightly raining. They played a, a very up-tempo, very fast-paced set, a lot of drum and bass mixes, and I had done, like, just the right amount of Molly, you know? Like, that's a tough one to do correctly, mm-hmm. and I fucking nailed it. Like, I felt like like Albert Hoffman would have been proud of how safely and how well I did that. <laughs> just fucking nailed it. And that was a really, really fun set, a really great night I had. Um, very top-tier memory for 2022 for me. Favorite mix? Um, mine, I think I shared it with a few people, in being that mine were those Feel 2022 mixes. Um, really cool music coming out of the all-low camp with Feel, and as well as the rest of the camp in general, thought process. Park Breezy, TF Mars, you know, we both already, they all came up on the show. So definitely pay attention to the all-low crew. Waves are being made. And for my favorite album of the year, this was a really tough one for me. It was almost going to be The 11th Orbit by Emancipator, just because it's a fantastic album, a really great continuation of The Emancipator Project, and obviously seeing a lot of that stuff live together over the years, like not knowing its names, and then having some released IDs, like learning what the Bird Techno song was. Um, That was really cool. But my favorite album of the year... Um, just came from me traveling so much. I was listening to a lot of drum and bass as I was flying. And what got a lot of plays for me, the most played album of my year, was What Came Before by Chase and Status. Uh, my favorite new artist discovered in 2022, Peary and Tommy. We talked about them already. Uh, really love their music. They just put out their, their debut EP that's got a lot of really good tunes on there. Uh, if you like some more low-key, like soft, liquidy-ish uh, drum and bass, you know, that might be a flavor for you. Something I'm really proud of this year, um, just all of my friends and all of the people I'm really close to. I know a lot of people have been really working through some things, including some of my friends going into therapy, uh, some of them going to rehab for working with their other vices, and um, you know, some friends just working on following their dreams. Some are just working on being happy, and uh, it just makes me really proud. I'm I'm going through a bit of a tough time myself, so. Having so many wonderful people in my life that I get to watch achieve great things and do great things, it's really helpful and inspiring for me, and I'm really proud of that. And then something I'm looking forward to next year, the potential word of Pretty Lights, obviously. Uh, You know, we've been waiting a long time. I'm down to keep waiting, but if there's another year of having that kind of joyous feeling of wondering if the return's on the way, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And regardless of what happens with that, Looking forward to connecting with all of my friends and making some new ones at all the other music events that we will go to this next year. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all of that. 
Mm-hmm. How was your year, Elizabeth? Tell me about oh, it. How was my year? You don't want to know. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was had some ups and downs, but you know, we're here. the The term that comes to mind actually is I for, I don't know what sample it is, but from City of One, where it's like survival got me bugging, but I'm alive. Yep. That's how I feel. But all right. So my name is Elizabeth. I am originally from Miami, but I've been living in San Francisco for five years. That's something I'm kind of proud of this year. I've lived in San Francisco for five years. That's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. All right. My favorite sets. Who dethroned Fortet? It was... <laughs> Chemical Brothers at Portola. That was so fun. I got to see that with Stacy. That was my first time meeting Stacy, who who is an alum of this podcast, my internet soulmate of three years. Um, Got to meet her cool friends, Ailish and Roger. Um, Also went with David, uh, my friend from San Francisco. So that was really fun. Um, And I guess it's not like it was, I don't want to say it was like better than Fortets, but I think what really stood out to me was just the it was just the visuals and like the visual representation i mean that was the only stage that had like led screens and otherwise they kept it minimal um which i think was their way of really like celebrating like old school rave vibes that's kind of what it felt like to me and they had great they really invested in the lineup between people like fat boy slim and the chemical brothers but it was really just the story that they told, both musically and visually. Um, I had never seen anything like that. Um, it truly just stunned me. But honorable mentions in terms of sets this year, um, obviously Forehead at Lightning in a Bottle. That was, like Megan said, so unique, so creative. Also, the set that surprised me the most this year, I literally had written off Troy Boy. I don't know why. I was like, he's just going to play shitty trap music. This was at Northern Nights. He was a headliner. That shit popped the fuck off had so much fun i was in tears i absolutely loved it like so fucking good a few more honorable mentions sorry i'm annoying (laughs) you made the rules and broke them (laughs) that's right (laughs) um also made up a fake deadline you know everything was you know just guidelines wait we didn't adhere to our strict deadline (laughs) i think i let a couple people come in late (laughs) We're very I won't name names. <laughs> um, Emancipator at Bicycle Day in San Francisco. That was an absolutely outstanding set. Also, Emancipator at Belly Up. Um, he has just really evolved. Like, I think there was a point in time where, like, some of his sets sounded kind of similar, like, at least to me. Like, you could kind of, sure. you know, it was a lot of just, like, study music come to life. But, like, it's not study music anymore. He's dropping house. He's dropping drum and bass. That's what I loved about 11th Orbit, to be honest, which it was just, like, there was there's some fucking house music tracks on that from emancipator who knew it's like mainly a house album to me yeah exactly um my favorite festival was northern nights um it was uh it's a not a small festival um mid-sized festival in northern california truly a northern california festival um just such a special experience for me it was my first time volunteering and it's just such a beautiful location and it made me it inspired me to kind of this is another resolution I have for this year, aside from Billy Strings, um, just to like immerse myself in like the local scene a little bit more. All right, I'm kind of 
not breaking rules, but um, interpreting these questions loosely. So for my favorite mix and my favorite new artist, um, I stumbled upon this amazing public radio station in the Bay Area called KALW. It's 91.7 if you live here. You can also listen online at KALW.org. They just play the most eclectic music from 8 to midnight on weeknights. And it has expanded my taste in music exponentially, like exposing me to shit that I would never seek out myself. Um, My favorite DJ from that station is One Way Possible. He is absolutely amazing. So um, I'm just so grateful for how that station has influenced my music taste. But like, that's a hot tip. Yeah. And like, it's just become, it's like my emotional support public radio station. I actually, you know, it's listener supported. So I'm of course a member now, but like, it is just part of like my routine now. Like if I am home between eight and midnight on a weeknight, I'm fucking listening to KALW. Um, my favorite album, I guess I would say, um, 11th Orbit by Emancipator for all the reasons we just talked about. I won't say them again. Um, okay. Now I need water. <laughs> you wrote so much you didn't take a little water break <laughs> i'm being thorough <laughs> all right in addition to all of the favorite new artists that i've discovered through klw um i just want to give a shout out to some of the local artists that i discovered um at northern nights um these people also happen to be part of the crew that adopted me um when i just became a wook and lost all of my shit. Um, there's some great local Bay Area DJs, um, Ampersand and Disco Pill. Um, I'll be seeing them perform New Year's, I think. But um, Ampersand specifically completely changed my opinion on Tech House. Tech House was a genre that I had just completely written off. I just, I don't even know why, but I went and saw her perform a couple times, actually, and it was so much fun. And she's an awesome fucking DJ. So, um Shout out to the two of them. All right. What am I most proud of? Um, I would say working the Grizz event with Stacy. That was just the. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Like, just, it was just amazing to get paid for this kind of work for the first time. It's literally something I thought would never happen, just given the rate that things were going, but it, it gives me hope for the future. Um, not that I think that it'll become full time. I mean, you never know. Like that's something I would love to see happen eventually. But just like, it's it's work that I'm willing to do for free just so that it gets done. But like, ideally, people get paid for doing the work. I and mean, like, just I I was really happy to be asked to do that. So like, that was definitely like something I was proud of. And like, also when I worked it, I realized that I could help people. You know, yeah. like it's it's just something that I'd been studying, kind of like in a, not studying, but like learning about and talking about like in an abstract way and like it was my first time like putting it into practice and helping people who were distressed and I was like oh I can actually fucking do this so that felt really really nice and um yeah thank you and I hope to do more of it next year and I'm also proud of going to a festival alone for the first time like that was like really hard for me it was really scary for me but um it was one of the most fulfilling experiences of my life and let's go what am I looking forward to next year? Uh, my first international festival. And you'll have to tune in, I guess, sometime next year uh, to find out what that is and where that is. Mm. Gosh, I know where it is and when it is, but I'm just excited for everyone else to listen to this. I'm like, this is my most anticipated friend life event. What? That I've got <laughs> like, you are setting the bar for like the friends of whose like personal lives I'm like, 
glomming on to right now and trying to live vicariously through, <laughs> you hold the torch going into 2023. Wow. Pressure's on. <laughs> I mean, you know what you're doing and where you're going. I do. It's going to be good. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm stoked. I'm stoked to see how uh, different people party and whether or not it's almost familiar. And obviously, mm. I'm looking forward to Pretty Lights 2023. Whoever sent in that three-day Red Rocks and Telluride run, I that's, yeah, me too. That's mine as wishful well Wishful thinking, but we're, we're wishful <laughs> people. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, this this was a really fun exercise. I hope y'all enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed this. I mean, I just had the biggest smile on my face, like reading through, like I said before, what everyone was proud of. Um, I'm just proud of you all. Like, it's a big deal. Everything that you said is like a big fucking deal. Like, keep, keep hustling, keep grinding, like, keep doing what you're doing, keep working on yourself, mm-hmm. like, keep connecting with people keep going to these fucking shows mm-hmm. i don't know keep what supporting it i don't know what it is it's like so that, that's like what we're trying to find out right by like talking to people and like just getting at like what happens at these events that they're so fucking like monumental and impactful like i think they make me a better person like they are so fucking inspiring it's yep. just tell them I don't know. I see these people constantly like outdoing themselves, whether it's like artists or like production, like whatever. And I'm just like, I can do that too. Like I can it's outdo an myself. It's mentality. Yeah. So keep, yeah, keep going to these shows, guys. Like there, there's something, there's something special, but I don't know what we're, we kind of hinted at it, I guess, and like commented on it in real time. But what are some of the trends that you noticed from these, Wes? A lot of love for that daily bread, bread and breakfast mixes. Um, all of those are honestly really good. I listen to those frequently myself. Um, again, Submersion Festival in New Jersey. That was my favorite festival I think I've ever been to. So seeing it pop up on a bunch of people's festivals is their favorites of 2022. You know, if you weren't there this year, I really can't stress enough that I think you should try to come next year. Really, really proper event from start to finish. So I'm already looking forward to being back. Yeah, and we're all looking forward to Pretty Lights. That's Of that's, course, that's the obvious one. Yeah, that some things never change, right? Like, yeah. that's it's funny to kind of just... And God, I'm just so impressed by the diversity. Like, it's... Right? Like, there are certainly some trends, like, some, like, repeat answers. But, like, to me, this just shows, like, how fucking diverse like the volume of things going on like i didn't i barely went to any of these events you know i'm just like oh my god i'm just it kind of gives me fomo but at the same time i'm just like fuck yeah there's so much going on like right yeah and this is like still just such a small sample size you know like our episodes usually get around like three to four hundred episodes a listen so this is what like 10 percent of our average listeners and it's like already this diverse yeah you know i can't even imagine how much more diverse it is with whatever else y'all are listening to so whatever it is is make sure you're sharing it we love supporting the arts we love learning about the arts really cool that you've got that radio station out there doing that i think that's kind of like in a sense what we try to do here just a little bit different of a format but just trying to educate about all the cool music and all the beautiful and amazing art there is to be had and to be appreciated yeah, and I'm going to say this now so that I actually do it. And I was planning on doing this. This was actually Mark's idea, I think. I think. Um, I'm going to make a little playlist with all of the awesome submissions of like Let's mixes and albums, go. whatever I can find. Um, because, I mean, I think I've only listened to like maybe two of them so far, but like. Ooh, self- this is a great idea. I can't wait to put this together. Yeah, thank you so much, Mark, for this idea. But like, I'm. 
I don't know, selfishly, like, some of the best, like, the best outcome of this was just, like, all the fucking dope-ass music I get to listen to now. <laughs> For sure. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Well, thank you guys again for for listening and for those that participated. Seriously, thank you so much. Um, I I would love to do this every year personally. Just like just you know like just what like what was good this year? Like what did I miss? You know. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot Bunch that of shit was good this year, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we're looking forward to spending another year with you guys. Another year out in the scene, out just seeing what happens and doing our best to keep track of it all and. You know, we hope you guys enjoy the rest of your 2022, and we're we're definitely getting ready to looking forward to having an even bigger and better 2023. Absolutely. Take good care of yourselves, and we'll look forward to checking in with y'all next year. Much love, everyone. Drink water and listen to Pretty Lights. Thank you.